live on Junkhead. Back with D from Toronto. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the third person that's done that. Like I, I had Maya on the other day and she I, I said her name on the pod and she collapsed not even into the microphone so you couldn't you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun. So um what have you been up to? Uh, yes. I mean, do you want to talk about your, your baby oil adventures on the pod, or do you want to keep that low-key? Or... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a story for another day. <laughs> That's cool. That's a teaser. We'll call that a teaser for later on. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but Go ahead. Yeah, you know what I wanted to ask you? Because yeah, I just up? have so much ranting abil- abilities on this one thing. It's like, okay, what do you um, do? You remember your like worst job, or do you have memories of like really just terrible jobs? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hopefully, everybody does. But there's some privileged people who have the luxury of never having to work a shitty job. Which fuck you. That's you. Yeah, for real. For real. Everybody should have to work like a couple shitty jobs in their life just to see how it really is. Exactly. And I totally believe that. Like I, I had a I, I even have a paper route when I was like twelve. Like I I, I know all about fucking <laughs> working working shitty jobs when you're young too and awkward as fuck with fucking fang teeth like i did like i had when i was 12 i had really bad teeth did you ever have braces i never had braces i was a bow-legged kid oh my god was that mean you had to wear the braces like leg braces well it meant that i like i couldn't play sports when i was like young and like i was kind of like in my early years, I was kind of like restricted from like strenuous physical activity until like the doctors said that like my legs were like, you know, secure enough. It wasn't like a massive deal, but it was it was kind of a pain in the ass. So you didn't really get into too many sports then? Not until later on, not until like when I was, uh, you know, like in middle school, high school and stuff. And then uh like most people ended up quitting them (laughs) yeah what sport what sport um i played baseball for a little while and then i i think i played soccer for like a year or two and then i played football for three years and the only one the only one yeah no i well and the only one it was funny because like the only one i was actually good at was soccer and I like wanted to play football because all of my friends played football and I sucked at football. And like, I legitimately think that like I could have like played soccer, not like professionally or anything like that, but gotten like maybe like a small scholarship or something like that to like a, a small school or something. Cause I was like really, really good at it, but I, made the mistake of playing football and all I did was just suck and get hurt. 
Like it fucking was terrible. <laughs> Aw. That's okay. That's like part of growing up for sure. It is. It is. <laughs> oh my Part of growing up is getting your ass beat. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I, I'm a firm believer that two things change a person in life. And the first time is the fir- first thing is the first time that you have sex. And the second t- thing is the first time you get your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those That's are like right. real, real defining moments. Also, random side story on that. I do remember because I, I like I went to like a very small town high school. It was probably like 250 of us in my graduating class, um, maybe. Um, but I wow, I just, that's really it, small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was tiny. It was tiny. And um, I specifically remember this girl telling me a, a story And like, I can't remember what set the story up, but I just remember her being like, yeah, well, uh, the other weekend I lost my virginity boyfriend took me out back and we went on the four wheeler and he laid me down and I lost it, man. And I was just like, oh my, (laughs) what? What? and like the casualness of which she lost her virginity on an ATV was just one of the most like it's still one of the funniest things in the world the only other thing the only other thing that's funnier than that is i again you know small town high school 250 kids in the middle of like uh it's not even small town it's technically a village per ohio legislative law like that's how little of people are there and there were these two kids and I'm assuming like Canadian schools do this. You guys have like homeroom. Yes. Okay. Okay. And like, it's usually like by alphabetical order or something like that. So you're kind of with the same group of kids and no, we didn't get that kind of thing. No. Okay. See, see ours was alphabetical. Like they would put like a through D in one class, you know, E through, you know, whatever. Racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) there was this two dudes in my class. And like this, you have to keep in mind, this is like 2004, 2005, 2006. So the big rap at the time is like ludicrous, 50 cent. Three Six Mafia, shit like that. Like, very, like, slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. Like, just shit like that kind of rap is just blazing the airwaves. And, like, it's making its way into, like, small-town America. And there were these two kids. And, like, one of them, you know, I, I like to paint the picture so you can really see it. And the first kid was like very skinny and he was very pasty white with like kind of dishwater blonde hair that was kind of crew cut. And he always wore like, like Jordan blue 
or not Jordan blue, but like Carolina blue with like, like Jordan's shit or like that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of like baggy pants with maybe like a, uh, a fat farm shirt attack with it or something like that. So, and, and like, yes, uh, some food a, 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 not, not so much FUBU. I think that was a little like, I don't like, to be honest, I don't know if he had the cred to wear FUBU, but like Echo Unlimited <laughs> was definitely one of them. Fat Farm. Uh, Hell yeah. Rock Aware, that Jay-Z's company. And um, yeah. to top it off, he's got the cubic zirconia chain. Okay. With like the dollar yes. sign medallion, you know, he, he's, he's. No look out. is complete without it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's like the main dude and his his like best friend is like this. He's probably like five, four, five, five, maybe. Uh, and I and I don't know which country he's from. So I'm just going to use the all encompassing word and say Asian because uh, we were never really super <laughs> close. He was to be honest, he was kind of a dick. Um but he was like like five four five five super skinny asian kid who was a little bit more hipster than the other dude but was like it was like like push a t and pharrell it was because he would rock like the other dude would rock like echo unlimited and rock aware and the other dude and like the asian dude would rock like like billionaire boys club and then like maybe like an American apparel hoodie, but he's still got a chain on, you know what I mean? Like he's kind of that dude. He's like a little okay. hipster, a little gangster, that kind Eclectic. of Eclectic. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He would very much describe himself as that too. He would love that you use that. Word. <laughs> I'm very eclectic. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why yeah. I did an accent, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, for uh, I, I'm pretty sure four years, you know, all because they were in my homeroom, I'm pretty sure every year I got to listen to them because they were in a rap group together, obviously. And I got to listen oh, no. to them riff out rap lyrics in the morning. And that of stuff they had like written the night before and were like, hey man, check this out. Like, guess what I came up no. with last night? Oh. <laughs> was like okay, nothing just makes to- me more uncomfortable than when so- like I-, I remember I was working in a bar and someone just starts like going off rapping and everybody stops what they're doing and just stares and they're like, How long do we have to watch this? It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate that. Or someone bursting into song. And like wanting feedback. No, please don't do that. I I get it. It makes me so uncomfortable. Holy shit. Well, see, I I found like now granted, like I only had to deal with it for like 15 minutes and then we would go to our respective classes. But I actually got like a real kick out of it because some of their lyrics that they came up with and they would never like rap it. They would just like they were just kind of like spitballing ideas back with each back and forth with each other. And the stuff that they would come up with, like, I remember one day the kid came in and he was like super stoked. He's like, dude, I got, I got, a, I got some gold. He's like, all right, what you got? He's like, okay. And he like pulls out a piece of paper and he's like, 
bitch suck dick. Yeah, she's a fucking trick. Slob on my knob and suck on my dick. Oh, genius. It's straight up genius. <laughs> and like the other dude was like, oh, oh yo, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And I just watched them like riff this. <laughs> oh man! I would try to Dude, fuck like, with them. I would try to fuck with them and like throw in fake lyrics that just made me sound like weak and lame. Like I'd be like, I got some for you guys, and they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, bitch, I give you my dick in three installments, and it's nine inches long. <laughs> it's just shit like that. They'd be like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dude, there was such a point in in um like a good 10 years where everybody thought that they could be a rapper as like a, a serious career option. Like <laughs> especially the white kids. <laughs> Oh, so embarrassing. Oh my god. To and when people would actually free try to freestyle, oh my god, I'm getting cringe chills just thinking about it. Yeah. God damn it. Well, because it, it always seemed like you know, speaking directly in reference to you know white rappers, it was always like like four artists that like a white dude would hear and then they would like get into rap. Like they would hear like Eminem, Kanye, fucking three six mafia, or like atmosphere if they were like mildly underground. You know what I mean? And then it was mm-hmm. just like three weeks later, it was like, bro, I, I got these bars I was writing the other night. What you think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Middle middle class kids thinking they got it rougher. My favorite too, <laughs> dude. Well, and I, I might <laughs> what get what are you about- gonna rap about? Your fridge being full, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> having whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> oh man, my dad Not is so hit. shitty to me. <laughs> <laughs> he says if I don't get him a job, he's gonna stop paying for my apartment. It's fucking bullshit. Oh no, it's gonna take. <laughs> What a fucking asshole, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. I remember. I met like, that's how you you find out about like other kids, like how good they had to be like, what do you mean you're not scared of your parents? (laughs) Like, I was like, (laughs) terrified of my parents i never understood just someone that just said oh no who fucking cares you're like what <laughs> you don't care what okay. happens you don't care what happens <laughs> since you and i seem to have like came from like a uh you know not to assume your your background but it seems like you kind of you and i both came from a similar upbringing like are there yeah. thir- certain things that like rich friends will say that they think is completely normal, but it just signifies instantaneously like, Oh, you're, you were grew up rich. You were really rich. Like the one for me is like, I I was hanging out with like a friend of mine and I didn't know too much about 
like who his what his background was and where he grew up and all that fun stuff. And we were in a conversation and I just remember him specifically saying, yeah, no, like I remember when I was a kid, my family and I would gather around the island in my kitchen and we would all just kind of celebrate on this other thing. And I was just like, island in a kitchen. (laughs) Y'all are doing well, like immediately. Like, I, I, I don't know what white trash roots in my head where I was just like, ding. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck oh god um for <laughs> i don't know about that but when you were talking i was thinking of of just something being in high school or middle school with other people and they'd be like yeah i'm definitely going to that extracurricular trip or whatever like when parents would have to pay for it. not that i i didn't get to go to those things but just the fact that they're like yeah my dad will say yes my parents will say yes to you know spending this extra amount of money we're like going out for lunch or whatever i'm like oh god lucky you oh lucky the people that it was never you. a second thought i yes. know what you mean yeah exactly. yeah yeah because i i know there's another one that i have where if i'm talking like this is one i've kind of pointed out and like i mean i haven't said it out loud because i'm not like a dick or anything but like i've noticed it when a couple of friends have said it where they'll be talking and they'll just be like yeah i mean you know my family and i go on vacation once or twice a year it's completely normal and it's just like uh yeah "Ah." (laughs) for our second our second home yeah oh yeah 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 fuck off with your second home all right great yeah good for yeah everybody's got a second home yeah fuck fuck you (laughs) oh my god yeah it's crazy uh... how some of that though some of like our mentalities from growing up like like lower class like that they kind of stretch on to like later in life where you just like you worry about money differently instead of Instead of thinking that that money isn't something that, well, it does control us to an extent, but like our our value, like the way that we think about money is so fear-based from living like that. And like our parents didn't know any better, but um, I'm, I'm still trying to unravel that, like not having to worry about money, like, like money is fucking like I'm going to die without it. Well, technically I am. Whatever. Anyways, I hope you, that made sense. <laughs> I, I feel you though, because it, it's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you have to. My my parents always kind of when I my parents put the anxiety of like how much of a struggle it is as an adult, so that like when there are good times as an adult, like I almost like think that something's fucked up when in reality it's just like no it's cool just enjoy this it's fucking nice right now don't fuck it up oh you get happiness guilt too oh i get that too. yeah yeah everything is yeah. fine there's nothing to worry about there's nothing to worry about no there isn't i gotta be prepared for the worst just in case fucking holy shit yeah, yeah. or that because that causes you to self-sabotage too I, I don't know about you but i definitely some self-awareness and noticing that about myself too holy fuck yeah yeah no because like my my reaction to that moment is like you know remember that a pokemon electrode 
you know he was like this like pokemon and like he his big thing was is like oh, excuse me he could do a self-destruct move and like just like completely kill everybody but he'd also take himself out and like that's like the thing that like i have to worry about is like getting like guilt and anxiety from being happy and then like paranoia kicks in and i start to like work myself into a tizzy about shit that's probably mostly in my head you know what i mean it's, it's not it's a lot yeah. of times it's not real and then all of a sudden i'm making you know and i've gotten better about it over the years but you know you're making a rash decision based off of like this crazy argument that's going on inside your brain only. Yeah. Cause, and that's the thought process that your brain is used to. So it will always go back there. So it's yeah. It being, it, it takes a lot of time to unravel that, but yeah, I, <laughs> I totally want to be um, receptive to if someone has like a, like some kind of hack or, something they want to tell me to get out of that frame of mind, whatever I'm worrying about at that time. Like I want to believe what they say. Like, I think a lot of my stubbornness of, of having happiness guilt is it comes from being so used to being miserable and thinking that I have to be even when things are good. So if someone wants to say something to like shake me out of that. Yeah. Okay. I'll adapt to that because there's nothing worse than being that person be like, no, this is the way it was and the way it will be. No, let me be miserable. <laughs> I don't want to be like that. I don't want to. That's right, junkies. You don't have to be miserable. Take, take, take the dick out of your mouth. Take the, take the drugs out of your hand. Take, take, uh, take your dad's hand out of your hand, and then stop uh, participating in that weird Reddit relationship that you only post about online because you're seedy like that. <laughs> You can you can be more you can be more than just 150 upvotes on Reddit. I promise you. <laughs> only if you want to. Only yeah, only if you want to. You got to believe. Yeah, yeah, you got to believe. You got to you got to believe in the power of sex. Get laid, junkies. Good lord, get laid. Yeah, actually, you know what? Out there. Yeah, well, especially like if you have if you didn't get laid over the pandemic, you know, call up an old I, high school buddy, maybe somebody you played football with, bro. You were pretty cool in the locker room. Why don't you come hang out? Got a bottle of whiskey and a million times a chance. <laughs> no, you know, you know what I want to put out to your fans as as a challenge to them. What? Be like wherever wherever they go like even if it's a grocery store like whatever store next time you're there you have to say one line to one person like you have to say just just one thing like i don't care if they're buying cheese just be like i've <laughs> always wanted to hit on the pretty ladies it sure is great to be <laughs> i think you should do it like what like okay you guys are gonna be stuck in the same place anyways like she's buying cheese just like fucking be like that's 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 my brand too but i also eat it with you know uh, meat <laughs> I, I 
would love somebody to say something awkward to me in a grocery store. I don't even care. What a mundane Dude. place. Just say something weird. <laughs> I'm going to find it. you and I'm going to come up to you in the grocery store and you're going to be looking at cheese. I'm going to say, I got some salami for that cheese. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that might that might make me want to run away. Actually, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, Junkhead, do there's that. There's a nice way you can say that. Uh, that was that was <laughs> creative. That was creative. Yeah, and but depends thoughtful. what look. <laughs> it depends what look is in you your eye. Like, he looks yeah, like someone's have gonna to say bash it. me over the head. I'm running. You, you have, have to say, say it. With a smile. <laughs> well, you say it, and then you do some tongue stuff. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like that. When is it ever acceptable to do like tongue shit to, to another person you're speaking to? Honestly, never. It's never okay. Dude, I, this is a random that. side thought, but uh, there's this radio call that I really enjoy where this guy's talking about like dating and he talk- he's like talking about like a woman that got mad at him. And his, the casualness of him, like, saying, like, yeah, and I wasn't even leering at her. I didn't even do any tongue stuff or anything. It was so weird. <laughs> like- oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. It's crazy how some creeps, like, don't actually know they're creeps. Like, you know what I find really captures creeps is, like, when I post something about a guy being creepy on my Instagram, and then I'll get an answer for someone and be like, yeah, that guy's fucked. And then they'll proceed to say something that's super fucking creepy to me, like, right after. Because I guess, in comparison, they're not going to look as bad as the other guy, but it actually just makes it just as bad or worse. Like, it's so dumb. Can I riff out yeah. some of those like creepy lines that like those dudes yeah, would say? Please. Okay. So like <laughs> you, you say something like, man, this dude was fucking, he sent me a dick pic. What a fucking asshole. You know, you're, you, you say something like that. And then I just come into the DMS or not me, but a person, I'm not going to say me, but just like coming in the DMS and being like, <laughs> Yeah. People are like really creepy. It sucks the way things are out there. Also, did anybody ever tell you you would look really good as a lampshade? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just considerate. I'll, I'll, <laughs> that's a nice guy right there. Why isn't I don't know. I'm not taking that the wrong way. I'm taking that the right way. <laughs> oh shit. Let it be known that is how you can slide into D's. Uh, you can slide into D's DMs by just like, "Hey, do you want to be some of my furniture?" <laughs> <laughs> what are you about size seven, size seven and a half? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do just it in voice message. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it'd be really great if you could just like send me a couple of your shoes. I think that I could wear them and smell them for at least a couple weeks. Oh, I would sell my shoes actually. <laughs> now I'm just being fucking too open minded. But I have. I sold a pair of shoes on um it's kind of like Kijiji place. It oh on let go. You you have it in the States still. Those yeah. really tight, like black, like thigh highs, because they were two sizes too small for me. And 
I sold it to this guy. I didn't know. Like, I thought he was, like, a photographer and going to use it for a studio or something. And then I saw that they were up, like, the next day. It's like, so what? You just, like, use them for one day and then you resell them? Like, what, what did you do with them? <laughs> the seediness that had been with those boots. I want them back. <laughs> no, I owe. Well... I know we talked uh, about like a potential second story. Is, is that something? Do we already talk about that already or? No, we didn't. Oh, I was going to. Yeah, let me bitch about this fucking thing. Okay, first of all, um, I totally condone. Like we talked about this before, like, but I totally condone anyone who's creative. Like you can't handle the mundane day to day. Just talking about weather dude fucking having to interact with people that are like so simple like i hate that shit like i don't have a guaranteed income from all the things that i'm involved in but it is so much more rewarding than having to work some shitty job and i was just like i put myself out there to work this shitty job because i was just like you know what it's down the street for me um i'm not gonna have to worry about traveling there I'm going to get like, whatever I do, I'm like the main character of my own movie. So it'll give me um, material, right? That's exactly what I was thinking about with this job. And like, I (laughs) should have never done it, but the story is still good. So I am, I, I, I worked there. It's like this shitty restaurant, like very close to me. And what really sucks about it is that like most people speak another language and they all talk amongst each other so I felt like such an outcast okay first of all second of all like being in a place like that and trying to like learn something new like even if it's really simple like for someone like me like I have like a little bit of of um like complex PTSD so basically what that means is that like for me it's like anytime I'm in a a new place my brain almost like shuts off like because that's what it thinks will protect it in a new situation and so it takes me a little bit to like get used to being around other people get used to this new um setting before I get comfortable so feeling all these things and being there I fucking hated it like nonstop in my head I was just going I fucking hate it I fucking hate it here fucking hate it here so the second yeah. day, the second day comes around, that's happening. People are all off, you know, doing their own thing, talking their own language, probably talking shit about me. Because let's be honest, what else do you think when someone speaks a different language in front of you to the side? Okay, yeah. you're definitely <laughs> talking about me. Thank you, thank you for that. I feel so welcome. Yeah, that's so not... I'm there by my. That's not ideal. Exactly. No one likes yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm there on my second day and I'm like helping someone. Then I see in the corner of my eye, the front door is like a, like a regular door, like, like to any restaurants, like you can see through the bottom and the top. And a guy runs up to the door and starts punching it, like hitting the glass and the glass is breaking. And then he starts smashing his head into the glass door. 
I'm just, I'm in shock just standing there staring like as someone who already like I just told you like has like PTSD and yeah. ADD and and because I'm I'm watching this being like this isn't happening but this isn't happening because that's the first thing my brain my brain does this is no this is not no this is not real and then once I realize what's happening I go oh I'm not risking my life for this job I go nope and I turn around and like the other people were all like in shock too. And then, cause this guy starts like racing in after he, he, he fucking smashes his head through. And so we ran to the back um, of the restaurant, like to get, to get out. And, um, and this other guy it tells us, he's like, no, he ran onto the street guys on drugs or something guys crazy. So this guy had ran onto the street, jumped onto several cars and finally got hit by a car and he was still going. Apparently there was like blood on the street and he was screaming. We could hear him screaming. And I, I was like, I'm done with this job. <laughs> I was like, I will hustle as much as I can. Maybe I need to like, uh, like um, to advertise my studio and advertise myself for more work too. Uh, I'm like, I am not risking my life for this shit. I am not risking my life so that also that people like me. Not that I'm risking my life just so people like me, but that job is just dangerous. And I'm like, that was just a sign from the universe to be like, no, you don't need to sink this low. <laughs> you don't need to do this because I didn't have to right I was just like I want to be humble and like you know like rebuild myself from the bottom of- no I'm not doing no what a terrifying and- fucking event oh dude yeah damn that is fucking <laughs> crazy and he I don't blame you too because his- sorry he was still smashing his head in, in the ambulance um and then he the, the, like the whole road was blocked up and i was just like still in shock anyways continue no you're you're cool i uh damn like that that dude was on an intense level of drugs and like like a, i i don't blame me for for like having the reaction of like nah this is not worth like getting killed over like fuck this restaurant like yeah fuck that because <laughs> like i i used to work at uh a restaurant in downtown sensi and like it was like really popular for like drunks and stuff like that because it's like a little like it's like super quick super cheap super easy late night food and i mean we would get like lines around the block and like they would like kind of like want us to like kind of handle the crowd if they got too rowdy. And it's like, dude, I get paid like 10. No, I get paid like 12 bucks an hour. There's no way I'm doing yeah. crowd control for you. You can go fuck yourself. Like that is fucking insane. You don't even pay me insurance if I get hurt dickhead you could go fuck yourself like, like exactly fuck that. that's a, like that's another thing it's like they were they're trying to say like nine hour shift you only get one half an hour break but it's because all the a, a lot of people that working there weren't canadian citizens so, so they weren't gonna be like actually law states this that we need like two 15 minutes and a thing so yeah i saw some of that stuff too and i i haven't 
been in a position where I would, I would have to bring that up in a job because I, I was working jobs that like had a lot of flexibility. So yeah. I was just like, what am I going back to when I was 15? Like I'm too old to do this shit. No, but they love to abuse people in, in, in fucking lower positions that have to do like, when you think about it, I feel like they should be paid more. Like people that has to deal with like so many people, like in one hour, like saying the same thing over and over to them. Like that's mentally like draining. Like no wonder a lot of them look so miserable and they just look like fucking zombies, dude. Yeah, yeah, no. Speaking of somebody that's definitely worked some some late night restaurant jobs, it turns you into a fucking zombie quick. It, it's yeah. rough. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Bags or bag? I'm well. Yeah, I'd like a bag. No, I mean hi. Yes. Oh, you said something <laughs> different that wasn't on the script. Now I have to be a human. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, um, you want to do some plugs? Yeah. Um, I, oh, fuck. I was going to, I was going to update my site. So I had something to blast, but as long as you're on my Instagram, it's, um, at mommy D M A M M I D E E. You can see what I'm up to there and, uh, you can, uh, send me money and stuff there too. Cause I like money. <laughs> Send her money. She loves money. It's her favorite favorite <laughs> thing. Yeah, which is yeah, which is pretty it. cool. Which is pretty cool. Like, yeah, you could buy cool stuff with it, like uh, Tamagotchis and Beanie Babies and Legos and that's right. Shit. Life insurance. Life insurance condoms. Uh, black holes i've heard i heard i i've heard they've got those open now which is kind of neat <laughs> that'd be nice. kind of cool yeah yeah flex as a rapper just flexing like oh you got a boat oh you got a yacht but i got a black hole that'll swallow all that shit <laughs> i mean that's next on the space adventures holy fuck i wish yeah, i had that yeah. kind of money dude just a little Uzi vert blinging out in space with Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I say, well, that is our future. What? I said that is our future. No, it hundred percent is. It a hundred because Bezos, I think, is going up into space too. Yeah. Yeah, yep, that's just—they're all talking about it. They're gonna leave shitty Earth to us. They're gonna completely. It, depleted of its like good qualities and natural resources and then be like oh hey by the way you guys want earth you can have it now it's cool it's all yours <laughs> drive it like you stole it shit <laughs> we're fucked we really are we really are um, <laughs> on a, the note of us being fucked you can check out all of my fun stuff at allmylinks.com slash dirt voyeur d-i-r-t-v-o-y-e-u-r that's got my music my art other podcasts coney boys and cowboy killers uh all that fun stuff's there check it out folks on that note junkhead is out <laughs>